Did you know that it's possible to raise your littles to want to listen to you without the use of consequences, rewards, and bribes? Hi, I'm Kaylee Zeyer, and this is the Chaos to Connected podcast, where we discuss simple yet effective parenting strategies to manage those pesky behaviors we go to bed at night hoping will be gone tomorrow. We're going to stand up to societal norms of disconnection, shaming, and punishments so we can take a deeper look into our child's heart. It's there you'll find connection, and there where you'll find more peace, obedience, respect, and joy. So what are you waiting for? We know those behaviors aren't going to go away on their own. Let's dive in. Hey there, and welcome to the Chaos to Connected podcast. I'm so grateful that you joined in today. I wanted to share something that I think we all go through as parents. In fact, I recently did. (laughs) And um, it's something that I was chatting. I was in a podcast interview for another podcast um, that I'm going to be a guest on, which I'm excited for. Um, But she had asked me about kind of like walking through what I would do if I were dealing with a meltdown like in a store aisle. (laughs) And she was like, do you have any tips Or is it we just need to kind of like get over other people staring at us and continue on? And honestly, my response might shock you a little bit. So today I'm going to talk about three different ways that you could respond. And these responses are going to be based on where you're at in your connection-focused parenting arena and how you are managing your own triggers, your own feelings, kind of where you are on that spectrum. So... The first way is honestly, yeah, ignore the people around you. I think that so often we get so caught up in the other people and we are more focused on judgment from people we have no idea who they are. We will likely never see them again. And if we do, we won't even remember them versus our child's heart in that moment. And recognizing that something is going on here This behavior is communicating to me that there's something deeper happening and would I rather help support my child or worry about what other people are thinking about me? And another encouragement that I just want to give you is that by actually pausing and, you know, staying calm and being supportive of your child versus what we often see, which is either embarrassment or, you know, like (laughs) basically get your act together right now. You're embarrassing me sort of a thing. Like this could actually be a blessing to somebody else. You know, it takes a lot of courage to do things a different way, especially when society and culture, lots of information that you can see basically makes it seem like your child is um, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, like a problem or their behavior needs to be stopped immediately. Like otherwise you don't know what you're doing as a parent. And I think that when we can come as a connection focused parent, recognizing what behavior actually is, which most, most people don't, we could be an example for somebody else who has no idea what it can look like. Or somebody who's trying to do it as well, but feels like maybe how you felt judged or worried about other people. And you can be this encouragement to them that, hey, there's other people out here doing these same things and it actually works. 
So I just want to throw that in there because I think that it's easy for us to feel like we're being judged, but we can also take it as an opportunity. And I want to share this story because um, I think so often we're actually not being judged. I think people just want to help, but they also don't want to overstep and they don't maybe know what to do. Sure, you might have a few people who are judging, but for the most part, if someone has a child or has had a child, they get it. Um, And so we were shopping, you know, we went to church. Um, We quickly had to make a stop for one thing. I wanted to pick up my husband's favorite fruit snacks at this one store where they only sell them. And so we went there after church. I knew my three-year-old was tired um, and he had a complete meltdown as we were like, about to check out. And here I am with two children, one who's flopped on the floor screaming like we were in Aldi. So I don't know if Aldi is everywhere, but especially if you're you're in Minnesota, you know what I'm talking about. It's, I mean, it's not like a large (laughs) store. So I'm pretty sure everyone in the store and probably people outside heard him screaming. And I could have felt embarrassed, but he's a child. Like that's normal people. It's normal. And so I just kind of like tried to help him up, got in line. And people were like, here, just go right in front of us. Like, I have a lot of stuff. You can just go ahead. And they were just so accommodating and understanding. Oh, and I forgot. I'm also at this point, like, you know, 36 weeks pregnant. So I think that sometimes we discredit the people around us and automatically assume, right? We're putting assumptions on people based on our own patterning that they are thinking something about us that they're actually not. And they really do want to help, but they don't know how or they don't want to overstep. So went off on a little tangent there, but just step one or one way that you can approach it is to just really focus on your child and not so much on what's going on around you. Number two would be to remove you and your child to like a quieter, less populated space. Or maybe you need to go out to the car, let the tantrum kind of work itself out, and then come back and finish. And I think this is important for lots of reasons. Um, If you do feel embarrassed by people looking at you, you probably aren't going to be able to respond in the connected way that you want to. Maybe you can't remember how to do it because you're feeling pressured, but your child might also be feeling, might might also struggle with people staring at them that, you know, like they're already having a hard time. They can't get it together. And now all these people are looking at them and that can be really challenging. So finding a more quiet space in the store, if possible, like an aisle where there's, there's no one or a little corner, or maybe, like I said, stepping outside or even into the car. There have been plenty of times where we have gone to the car in different situations and sat through long (laughs) listing sessions in the car, but that's because I knew how important it was for my child then to be able to go back into the store and participate more in the way that I would have expected them to. Um, And number three, so I just, I just want to say this first. I am not about bribing and I'm not about consequences. Now we do utilize natural consequences and maybe occasionally there is like a regular consequence, but 
there might be times where you don't really have another choice. Like, yeah, you came here to get groceries. Your child's having a tough time, but you can't just leave the cart and go home because you need these groceries. Or you can't just leave, go to the car, work through it and come back because you have to get to a meeting at a certain time and you need to get this done now. And so I think we just really need to recognize that sometimes despite how much we want to do the things that we quote unquote know or should do, we might not have that capacity. We might not have the time. We might not have the energy. And if you're feeling really frazzled, maybe you can't think about how to implement some of these connection strategies. Maybe they're newer to you and you don't quite know how to do them. I want you to know that that's okay. Maybe you get your kid a sucker. Maybe you get them a snack. Maybe you say, if you help me finish this trip, we're going to pick out a treat in the, you know, in the aisle on the way out or on the way, you know, when we get home, you can watch a show or something, you know, whatever. I don't know what it is for you or for your child or what's motivating. Maybe that's something that you have to do. And I just want you to know that that's okay. You're human. Your child is human. We can't be perfect all the time. There are going to be... Now, do I recommend doing this every time? Absolutely not. I also don't recommend that you just give your child your phone as you are perusing the aisles when you're shopping. I think that's a big no. And I also think that can lead into more problems when they don't have it. Um, so anyway, sometimes you just need to do what you need to do. Sometimes. <laughs> this is not like a every time sort of thing. This is just under those special circumstances. But then, if that is the case, remember that later you are going to need to go back and spend time in a listening session because there was something there. It wasn't just, you know, maybe the trigger was your child wanted something and you said no and they threw a fit about it. Now, granted, they probably did want the thing and it could be upsetting to them. But does every time that you say no to your child, do they have these big reactions? If so, then please connect with me because that's something we need to work on. If not, I think that's a key indicator that it's not just about that thing, right? That thing was the catalyst that created this big cluster of feelings, emotions, actions, and that's going to need to be processed. So if you find you need to just kind of get through it, and get on with whatever the schedule you have is. Then recognize later on when they have big feelings about something, you can't just bust past it. You're going to need to spend time listening and supporting your child so that they can process whatever that was that came up for them. Because it came, if it came up for them and they didn't process it, eventually their brain's going to try again. Something else is going to act as that catalyst. And it's hard to know, you know, for some kids, it might be it might be almost immediate. For some others, it might be, you know, a longer span of time in between, depending on what they're all working through. But listening sessions are key. So again, if you have any struggles with whether it's managing your own triggers and coming into these situations, if you're really struggling to figure out, okay, well, I know that, that I want to help my child's heart. I know I want to focus on that, not worry about being judged. 
there's there's stuff going on there for you too, right? You need to figure out what is going on and how you can help your child's behavior, but you also need to figure out and process through and work on why is judgment such a like such so difficult for you? Because it's likely that that has something to do with you know your patterning. And when I resolved a lot of my people pleasing, my perfectionist tendencies, I didn't worry so much, you know, about other people's thoughts about me and my choices. And so that might be something that we need to work through together. So if you are in that place, please reach out to me, send me a message, we can chat, or um, I will put the link in the show notes for my one-on-one coaching programs. There is a couple different options and variety in length, just kind of based on what you need. And if you don't know, that's okay. We can have a conversation and I would be happy to tell you what I think would be best for where you're at. And then based on that, you have the opportunity to say yes or no. There's no pressure, no commitment. I just want to be able to get these resources, strategies into your hands so you can actually implement them. So if I can help you in any way, please reach out and I will talk to you next week. Real quick before you go, if you felt encouraged and inspired by listening to this show, I'd love for you to leave a rating or review over at Apple Podcasts so we can spread the word to help other mamas feel less alone and find beauty in the behaviors. You can also take a screenshot of this episode, share it over on your Instagram stories, and tag me, at Kaylee Josire, and we'll all do a little happy dance together. I love nothing more than to cheer you on along this journey. This work is so hard, but don't forget, God has not only called you to it, but he has equipped you for it. Now go get connected. I'll see you next week.